0: what's up i'm ayla
1: this is let's talk
0: vl a boys love podcast welcome back to the podcast it is sunday series sunday that one day a week when we talk all things one series and one series only so if you have not seen this film (laughs) yeah um turn back now or prepare to be spoiled or go ahead and be spoiled and then watch it or just listen through and don't worry about it um yeah there really are no other options there
1: yeah we're talking your name engraved herein.
0: Highly requested.
1: Yes. I also was excited to talk about this at some point. This was a movie that I found a while ago, so I was excited when I found it and have suggested it to a lot of people.
0: And there's a lot to unpack here. Yes. I feel like this is going to be so much heavier yeah, than we normally go. Totally. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let's get to the nuts and bolts before we get to the fun part. So it came out in 2020. It's on Netflix. I remember when it was coming out because like, I think I saw a trailer for it on YouTube. Like my algorithm gave it to me Mm. and was really excited about it. Cause I remember like going to seek it out on Netflix uh when i watched it although i didn't realize it was a movie not a series so i like started watching it and i was like wait a second this is lasting a lot longer than a normal episode yeah when
0: i watched it you were like did you already watch the whole
1: thing and i was like yeah it's like movie length what do you mean i know i was like i don't know uh and this the interesting part about this movie is that it was kind of based on the director's own experience. There's an incredible Time article. We'll link it in the description because it is a beautiful article and it's so interesting. It adds kind of so much more to the like viewing experience if you know a little bit of the history. At least for me, like when I get to know a little bit about the actors or the directors who like make this stuff, especially these like more kind of historically true to life stuff, mm. it's always, I feel like it just like makes it a richer viewing experience. Yeah. Uh okay, so we have Cheng Jiahan is played by Edward Chin and Wang T Wang Poti, who is Birdie, is played by Sing Jing Hua. Y'all, we <laughs> butchered these names, I know, but whatever. Who's this so we? I didn't read them. <laughs> so
0: as per usual, we we'll get started with a little synopsis. Here we go. mm <clears throat> In 1987, when the martial law period ended, two Christian high school students, Jia Han and Bertie, met at the school band led by a Canadian priest. One day, they were granted a day off to Taipei for the late president's funeral. The two took a chance to explore the city and theaters, finding themselves inspired by budding love and freedom. Interesting. That's an interesting piece of the story to focus on. <laughs> such a tiny <laughs> it's piece. Like, yeah yeah because I didn't I, I guess let's go ahead and jump into it. yeah I definitely didn't interpret the Taipei trip as the start of the
1: feelings. I inter the feelings were there already, no, yeah, am I crazy? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it's interesting because we talked about a little bit about this today about like whether or not it's a BL. Mm. Uh, I feel like their their love is so secondary to lo- so much else going on in this that like I didn't even consider or think about kind of when their romance started because I would almost argue that there's a not a romance right. There's
0: not a romance. I mean the the like the beginning of the feelings right. Like right did one side or the other or both already have feelings for each other when they went to Taipei. I think
1: yes. Maybe. I think yes. I think for sure Jiahan. Jia for right, sure.
0: Right. So yeah, it's just an interesting synopsis yeah. focus,
1: I think. Cause it definitely feels more like a coming of age story for Jiahan. Oh, definitely. Like it's definitely more about him and his experience and like, the complications of that like first big love which is like such a this is such a beautifully told story just all of it and you know we love the the like the plot line the the plot line and the filmmaking of it all the filmmaking is beautiful so it's
0: set in 1987 so it's it's a period Peace, yeah. essentially, at yeah, this yeah, point, yeah.
1: which is cool. Um, we get a little pager action in there. <laughs> I
0: know this is set in a time from before I was even born, which is cool. Love that. Yeah,
1: I was um, a year old.
0: <laughs> but I, the filmmaking of it is really beautiful. Getting into, is this a BL or not? Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it, but I would. I would love for people to put in the comments if you think it's a BL or not. Yeah. Because I don't, I truly don't think there's one right answer to be honest with you. I know what I think. Right. But I, I don't
1: necessarily think I'm right. (laughs) Yeah. I think everyone can kind of decide for themselves because you know.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't think it's a BL. Interesting. I don't think this is a BL and I, the reason why is because i look at bl as its own specific genre Mm -hmm. it's a very new genre right it's only been around for six seven-ish years right in total
1: and so well it came out in the 90s but historically but
0: but bl as a television genre Right? Not the origins, not the mangas, not the web novels, mm. not the webtoons, not any of that. Specifically the shows. The, right? The television and movie right. media of it all, right? The genre. Right. Right, 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 right. The television and movie media genre of it all mm-hmm. is only six or seven years old. So right. it's still being written. It's still sort of like evolving and like getting its legs and becoming the thing that it's going to be. Yeah. And, and that, so. With that, I think that it has become a – I think it wasn't always its own genre, but mm. it is now. Yeah. Right? Because it's a, it's this living, breathing thing. Totally. And so I really see BL as its own genre with its own tropes and formulas mm-hmm. and, you know, like media science and all of those things behind it. And I don't think – I don't think that your name engraved here in – is a part of the bl genre and i i like and i know when we were talking about it the way i always explain it is not all love stories are rom-coms but all rom-coms are love stories right and so that's how i feel about bl where not all queer media gay storylines are bl Mm. but bl all bl are queer storylines right but you know not not all love stories are rom-coms rom-com is its own very very defined genre and that's how i see bl is its own very very defined genre i like i would identify this specifically as queer media personally
1: yeah personally and again i'm not saying i'm right yeah (laughs) that's just how i feel yeah i think i would i would take a different view where to make I would, I would kind of say you could almost use these interchangeably where BL can kind of be anything involving, I think sp- it's more specifically like boy and boy love, right? Like that, that's the joke that we make. Like there was an idol that was like, it's a boy and boy love. I think that's kind of where you get, cause somebody made a really great review of this movie and, and somebody was like, is this a BL? And they they likened it and said it has a BL romance. Like there is a specific part of it, but yeah, it doesn't, the whole movie itself is more of like self discovery and, and talking more towards the societal aspect of it. And like, it's set in a school and like, there's kind of more to it than just like the romance between these two boys. And so, yeah, I think it is an ever growing, ever changing genre. And when you have that i think everybody defines it differently i don't know if you're gonna get a synopsis
0: yeah well and i don't i don't think everybody's gonna agree about whether or not this is a bl or not a bl i yeah i just it's an interesting conversation to have around it it's super interesting and i i think that bl like that whole conversation is a really interesting conversation to have that i don't know that we'll ever have on let's talk bl because we tend to lean more like fun and this is like ex- and let's like let's explore the fun side as of as we this. talk
1: about your name in grave and, right turn. i yeah. know
0: and then we start talking about your name grave i will turn. say like okay. i actually thought this was a fun watch though everyone warned me everyone was like this is really gonna get you in the feels it's so emotional mm-hmm. like you're gonna be devastated i honestly thought so i was expecting someone to die because, oh interesting yeah. like because of what people were telling me about this yeah. and i watched it and i was like this isn't a sad ending. No. I'm not sad. Mm. And I cry about everything. <laughs> like, literally just yesterday, I was crying about some cute boy's smile. <laughs> Truly, I, like, started crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I cry about everything, and this wasn't sad to me. Like, it was a beautiful, interesting, fascinating, moving story. Right. But it wasn't sad. There were sad moments. Yeah. But it wasn't overall, I feel
1: like, a sad movie. I feel like it ends it with hope. Right, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like a sad yeah, it's like it's like a hopeful ending. Yeah. Uh, so let's start, I guess, with like the two main characters. So you have Jihan and Birdie, who are very two very very different characters. You have Birdie, who is this like fun, happy go lucky kind he's, of. He's a weirdo, right? He's described by everyone else as like, yeah. You can't. There's a line that they're like, you can't trust people named Birdie. They're all weirdos, <laughs> <laughs> and so. He is such an interesting character because I remember watching this and being like, "Oh, he's the character that's going to be okay with being gay," mm-hmm. and he's not. Yes, it's I the felt the opposite. same way.
0: I watched it, and in when I was as I was watching through it, I was like, "Oh, like he's gay." I yeah. was like, and people know, like I just assumed, yeah, because again, like I watch all of this bl and i was like, and yeah. based on the way that he did things and the things yeah like he the said very first scene yeah
1: the very first scene is him standing up for that kid being bullied and like yeah. takes him away and they're like if you associate with him like it obviously means, it means you're, gay. you're gay and yeah he's he just like walks away from it
0: and i was like oh so like he's he's gay like he's cool with it and then he's very not cool ah. well, although okay debatable as to whether or not it's his fault that he's not cool with the relationship and how that that all happened debatable like yeah. would he because i think maybe he gets an unfair rap for being this like self like like self-hating i don't know because you know. he mar- he
1: marries um he marries, he marries his
0: girlfriend from the band Ban, school. Yeah,
1: has a kid, and she has this moment where she's talking to Jiahan, and he, she's like, "I came to figure out that like loving boys is innate, and that like being gay is innate, and like she, he couldn't have fought that, and like he finally had to accept himself, and I think like because he eventually moves to Canada, mm-hmm. and uh. And Jiahan is like, I never expected to see you in a place like this. Like, I was surprised by it. And because it's, I think it's like a gay bar.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and so, yeah, I think it's be- because there's so, there's so much, like, kind of fun and fancy free to his character. You're a little confused by, like, has he come to terms with, like, who he is? You think he has. But then he, like, he that scene where he's confronting... Uh, Jahan with the parents where he's like who has no balls now yeah he feels yeah. like he feel it feels like he's trying to out him right oh he is yeah that's and, absolutely what he's and trying so it's to do. a wild moment of like he keeps you on your toes like you have no idea because when they have that final moment on the beach kind of at the end of their like togetherness you find out that like oh they completely sp- separated yeah when i heard when
0: that voiceover came on and and he and he just starts talking and he goes i thought this yeah well he goes i thought this you know we were at the end of the world together and we were talking and he told me he was gonna take the college um entrance exam yeah and that was the last time i ever saw him and that i mean that was a sad moment i'm not even sad but like Shocking because they had made so much progress yeah. that I just wasn't expecting it. But it was so real. Yeah. Because, right, they're graduating high school. They had a very, very rough start. And, and <laughs> yeah. particular, particularly, Birdie, because, again, I I think that in an alternate universe, mm-hmm. an, au, an AU, different storyline, nice. had Birdie that shower scene not taking place mm. and like the course of natural, like relationship evolution happened. Yeah. Maybe he, his acceptance of himself and his feelings and of Jihan right. would have been different. Right. I think that yeah, Jihan yeah. did that to him very much
1: totally. in a
0: very not okay. Way. Like, let's, let's not get confused. Like that was not okay. Right. Yeah. At all. Sure. Even a little bit.
1: Right, because he was forcing him. Uh, Jihan was forcing Birdie to do a, quite a few things. First, he was trying to push his feelings of, like, his feelings onto Birdie. He was trying to make Birdie accept who Jihan thought he was. Like, there were so many layers to that whole interaction. I remember being so, like, so just, like, overwhelmed with, uh, like, anger in that scene where I was like no this isn't how you start I was so a upset. Relationship. I was so upset at that Holy. Scene. I was
0: and I think I got even more upset as the storyline moved along where afterwards and so admittedly and we sort of got into a similar debate last night <laughs> <laughs> about yes. two characters from
1: you're my sky. You're my sky. So, yeah, it always out. comes
0: back to you're my sky. Totally. About Domen V because, so, they're is using, it
1: confusing for Jiahan? I'm not likening them, but, like. They're using another person to, like, figure out. To figure out yeah, themselves. Totally. And
0: is it confused? So, in, in that moment, Jiahan's the villain, right? Yeah, yeah. To, to use yeah. To use a term. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jiahan is the villain. And. But in that same moment, Birdie kisses him mm-hmm. after. Yeah. Right? And so is that probably confusing to Jiahan? Yes. Yeah. Right? I'm sure that's probably confusing, but that doesn't discount what he did and how he did it. Right. And so I was so upset with that scene, but I think I was more upset as the plot line carried on when Jihan was like trying to carry on as though nothing had happened, right? He tried yeah. to eat lunch with him and he tried to like hang out with him. Right. And Birdie... Was like, like, no, no, right? He was essentially running away from, like, his assaulter. Yeah. (laughs) And Jiahan couldn't figure out why and was mad at Birdie for him reacting that way. But he was sexually assaulted. Like, let's not mince words here. Like, that's what happened. And so uh, his reaction to that and his reaction to Jiahan and his, like, the way that he handled things going forward from there, I feel like was... I mean, the
1: best case scenario for him. (laughs) Yeah, because even when they have that moment, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, even when they have that moment towards the beach, it's, isn't it, it's G, is it Giahan running away and Birdie chasing him? Yeah. So they constantly play this cat and mouse game. So if you really think about it, it makes no sense for them to end up together because even flash forward to the adults, they have that moment where they're standing in the in the entryway to the hotel and he's like, Do you wanna come up for drinks? And he's like, no. no. Because I think he knows that like this this relationship started in a very toxic way and it would uh, they'd have to go through a lot of therapy to resolve any right. issue. I mean,
0: especially because again, like you can't discount for one second, like that is his assaulter. Yeah. And I mean, regardless of how much personal growth he's had, imagine like how traumatic that would be even for him as an adult, what, like 30, 40 years later. Yeah. So I, I, I again, in an, in an alternate universe had that one particular what like two and a half three minute scene not yeah, happened. Right,
1: this could have been a very very different story. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's I will yeah. give it I will give it to Jiahan. It's interesting because you have that cruising scene, which I didn't realize mm. until kind of after the fact that that's what it was. Where Jiahan was like, I go to the park and I feed the birds, and like occasionally old men make an appearance (laughs) and you have that moment between Gia and the old man where he gets mad and he's like, I'm not like you and like runs away. It's like, that's what he's been taught because early days, that's a lot of what it included. And he was taught like, that's how you kind of force that interaction with someone that you're like attracted to. And so, you know, a little bit of the argument is like, he didn't know any better, but to say, like, you obviously don't interact with people that way. He needed to learn that, like, this person, even if there was some type of attraction or affection, like, you forced yourself on him. And that's just not going to work for a relationship. And he does it time and time again where, like, that scene in the church where where Birdie is, like, we're best friends. And Jihan's, like, you really think that's all we are? And it's, like yes because that's all you guys have like you kissed him when he was sleeping you know like oh yeah okay
0: (laughs) you know what maybe this is a bl because again like for me the like the term bl is defined by the tropes that come along with the genre yeah and the night kissing and the night caressing (laughs) we've leveled up lately with the night kissing i yes it used to just be sleep caressing which i i've hated since the first time i saw it and now yes everyone's kissing a boy while he's asleep no, no, he's not consenting to your kiss. FYI, <laughs> like if he's yeah. unconscious, he can't consent. Yeah, I I hate the night kissing and the night caressing, and that's such a common BL trope. So common, so common. It's very it, yeah. Do we have any of those in your mindset? Just side note. Um, you know do. what I was
1: thinking? It was funny because I was like, we got some night caressing, but it was appropriate night caressing because it was caressing at night between and torn
0: oh between like awake, but two fully awake yeah it was just it just happened at night nobody was sleeping that's the problem i have is like when one half is sleeping sleeping. so maybe go with sleep caressing sleep caressing yeah yeah. Yeah. no sleep Sleep touching no sleep no sleep contact like physical contact while one person is asleep don't do it don't
1: do it (laughs) yeah that's become a big trope lately i feel like we we take two steps forward and one step back (laughs) On, I guys. mean,
0: we do have that one coming out that's like Yoon's.
1: Well, Frank's new thing. Lord have mercy. Oh, well, I just
0: mean Yoon's involves like a lot of consent, which oh, is like does. really so, awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. I wonder if it's gonna go full Fifty Shades of Grey and be written. There's consent. like a contract.
0: <laughs> yes. Anyways, your name engraved here.
1: <laughs> I feel like Series Sunday has just gotten to the point where it's like we have a show. But really, we're just talking random stuff. We're,
0: we're like, we're- at this point, we're like, how can we relate it back to your movie? We talk, guys? we talk
1: all the series on <laughs> all Sunday. This, all the series <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> because honestly, like you said, this sh- this movie is like, it's a heavy topic matter. Like it deals with society. Uh, a- another thing that I learned from that Time article that I thought was incredible is that when they go to Taipei. They see that protester who said mm. the his sign says like homosexuality is not a disease. And that was like an homage to an actual activist that worked for 30 years for gay rights in Taiwan. Yeah, that's super. And cool. I just like that kind of stuff is so wild and interesting to me because they recreated his actual like he had like a full costume like made out of condoms. And that was actually what he had in real life. So they just like recreated it for the show. And stuff like that, I think, is just, like, again, because we talk about how much we love the culture and just, like, that kind of stuff. To see that in another context, in another culture, like, it informs so much of the viewing experience.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. Another really cool moment
1: Um, that's not as, like, deep. Uh, Chris Wu is in this. Yes. <laughs> the original yeah. gang daddy. So good. He plays Jiahan's brother. Yes. And the mom from Be Loved in House is Jiahan's mom. And she has a great
0: overall just kind of, like, not really storyline, but all of her moments I think are really powerful and cool and interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, the the one where they, they've stayed the night at his house and – um she goes in to move the fan in the morning yeah. She's and like, she, hmm. she just kind of looks at them it's and they're okay. le- like, I mean, they're, they're both asleep, but their legs are just kind of like intertwined in the night. And
1: one of them is laying on the other's arm. Right. Yeah. And
0: yeah, it's one of those moments where she like, <laughs> she looks at them and you think, Oh, she knows. You're like, she knows. Yeah. Oh, she knows. But she doesn't. She doesn't want to know.
1: know. Yeah. What, that happened in another drama in another Thai drama recently where it's like she wants it's like you know the parents want to, for the kid to tell them more so than them to find out I think and so it makes it more complicated uh but yeah she definitely toes the line of like supportive parent but like very traditional right but don't
0: talk about it right yeah. i don't hate you but we're not going to talk about
1: it right because when when we do have that almost like forced coming out scene with jia where he's like what if i told you i don't want the girl like i'll tell or, you what i like yeah
0: well no he says it, it's birdie that says what if he never gets a girlfriend so that's like, that's his moment of like forcing him to yeah. come out. And he's like, well, what if he never gets a girlfriend? Right. Because the parents think they've fought because of the girl. Jiahan tried to steal right. Bertie's girlfriend. And he's like, that's not what happened. And the parents are like, you can date when you go to college. Like, no dating yeah. in high school. And Bertie says, what if, what if he never gets a girlfriend? What if he doesn't get a girlfriend in college? And previously, when they fought, Gia Han had like made a comment to Birdie about like him being a coward, basically mm-hmm. about what had happened yeah. to Birdie, not between them. Right. But right. To right. Birdie. Totally. Um, and so that's the moment where Birdie says, you know, who, ha- and Jihan Han is like, he kind of freaks out and he's like, shut up. This is none of your business. Like, don't talk about this. You know, this is my home. And that's when Birdie has his moment where he's like, who's basically, he's like, who's the coward now? I think the actual translated line is like, who has no balls now? Yeah. Um, And the mom is kind of like, she tries to defuse the situation. She also has another conversation with him that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, After Jiahan and his dad get into a fight Mm -hmm. and he's like, why? And he asks, which I think like pretty much every... Angsty teenager <laughs> has asked their parent the same question when they've gotten mad at the other parent, which is like, Why'd you even marry him? Uh huh. Um, and he asks her that. And she kind of is like, and he's like, Do you even love him? Right. Because he's really trying to work out love. And we see this yeah. in the scenes with the father. Right. Um, like like the Catholic the father. Priest. Yeah, the priest. Um, we see this in these moments where Jihan is really trying to work out this like concept of like love and sex and sexuality and how it all ties together and why being why the the love of it that is it so he's not gonna go to hell basically right like he's really trying to work through this and he's really really focused on the love part yeah and so which is why which is what makes that shower scene so much worse
1: yeah but
0: she's she's basically like she says this line that's really sad and I think makes Jia Han sad Mm -hmm. and I think is what ultimately makes him a little bit jaded and Mm, like turns him into the person that he is in those years Mm -hmm. because she says love at our age. And it's like, it's really sad to hear that. And she, and she basically says, you know, like we met and we got married. It's what you do. And she never says, of course I love your father, you know, whatever. And And he kind of stomps off. He, like, storms away, whatever. Yeah. But I think that, like, when when she said that line, she was, like, love at our age. I mean, I was, like, that's so sad. Imagine this kid who's a teenager. He's in 11th grade. He's not even a senior yet. Is being confronted in his own heart and mind with, like, what does this mean? I'm in love with my best friend who is a boy. And what does this mean? And like, he's also concerned about his soul at that point. And he, right. And so there's so many different layers that he's trying to unpeel. And he knows that love is good Mm -hmm. because that's something that we're taught like in the Christian church. Like love is good. Yeah. 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 So he knows that love is good, but he has been taught that homosexuality is the sin. Right. And, you know, and we see this in a conversation that he has with the priest where the priest tells him, like, we need to keep ourselves in check and we can't cause other people to go to hell. Right, right. And so he's also wrestling with that in his mind that he's been taught that, like, his actions could send his best friend who he loves to hell, right. which is like heavy, heavy, heavy right, stuff. Yeah. And so he's really grappling at all of this. He's <laughs> grappling with all of this and really trying to figure it out. And he's like 16, 17 years old. And then to hear that even as a grown-up, yeah, you can't find the love. I mean, that's got to, like, I mean, I, I can see how it would break him. Yeah.
1: I also wonder if it made him think, like, oh, I have no choice in this. And that's just, I have to accept my fate. Which he doesn't. You don't really, I don't feel like, we don't get a backstory of those 30 years in between like him graduating and being an adult. No, You get a little more of Birdie's because you know he got married and he had a kid. And we see a couple of times where Jiahan and Birdie have talked on the phone. Yeah.
0: But they never see each other and you don't really know what Jiahan has done. And
1: he shows up at the reunion and it's implied that like he's doing well. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, I, the other interesting part is the kid who's like, fully accepted being gay he's such an interesting character because like he's fully himself which is such a contrast to birdie and Jiahan, where he he plays kind of the like middle ground between the two right where it's like here's this boy and when Giahan talks to him in the hallway like after he's been beaten up again and he's like He's like, have you ever considered going to a doctor? Because, like, Jihan still feels that, like, the being gay is wrong. Mm -hmm. And so, and the kid is, like, he, like, grabs him by the neck and looks him in the eyes. And in that moment, I feel like maybe Jihan thought, like, oh, this boy is going to, like, force some physical affection because that's what he he knows. And he
0: does come on to him because he, like, brushes his hair out of it. Like, it's a very seductive way that this boy, like, he does, like, this. Yeah. And, like, there's, like. He day, grabs day him
1: caressing. and he's like he 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 continues to talk to him and he's like there's nothing wrong with this it's who I am and it's not it it's not gonna change I'm he not says gonna it's f- not gonna change yeah I'm not gonna force this on you and like he's like it is who I am and he like walks away and in that moment it I I almost feel like that added to Jiahan's thought of like if I can show Birdie that that's who he is too like I won't be in this alone and it's just there's so many layers to this movie like watching it multiple times there are some hard moments to get through but it is time and time again because that reviewer too was like there's some things that are disjointed and there's so much depth and meaning to so many conversations that like you almost have to watch it multiple times I
0: feel like you have to I still feel like there's so much that I missed or that that I don't see the real connection or know the real connection i mean there there's
1: a lot to unpack in this one i i also did more research on just like the history of taiwan and like all that kind of stuff because that stuff again informs the time frame and informs like what's going on with people's mind because you have like you have that military guy who comes into the school and is like why do you have the boys and girls sitting together and like what The band is obviously the like the band is the
0: root of all evil,
1: guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, it's
0: so interesting. My favorite line is when he yells, he's literally, he's like screaming. And he literally yells, he's like, Teenage boys going through puberty are horny. And (laughs) it's just like, I mean, the fact that this military bro is just like screaming this in a hallway. yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It is hilarious to me because he's trying to like Force this morality but he's screaming the word horny in a hallway full of kids yeah like... yeah yeah
1: yeah it's uh this movie is so good i just like enjoyed every aspect of it and because you get that time jump you get some good kind of wrap ups to all the question, a few of the questions that you have. So like you kind of get an answer to like where Birdie and Jiahan are and the fact that they reconnect, but in a very kind of safe way and in a hopeful way that you're like, hopefully they can maybe become friends like they can have this resolution because there's no implied romance between right. them. And it just shows, like, I love the, the fact that they end it with, like, them as young boys, like, kind of walking off in a very friendly manner into the sunset kind of thing. Where it's, like. It was such a nice ending. It was such a nice I ending. really liked the ending. And
0: I loved the way they did the, like, like, cinematically. I loved the way that they did the flashbacks once they were adults. Yeah. Because. Once they were adults, we do get some flashback moments of like phone calls and things like that. Yeah. And I like cinematically the way it's done is really, really beautiful. And yeah. I'm a sucker for this like the beautiful, the cinematic,
1: the all of that stuff. Like I love it. Yeah. And they do it really well. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of the filmmaking, like the just aesthetically the beauty of like the lighting and the like way that it's filmed is, is so it's just beautiful to watch it you know what it, a lot of it reminds me of the
0: way that innocent is filmed mm, i mm. feel like there's a lot of similarities in the filmmaking which like innocent is another um is a taiwanese drama it's a short series right um but i i feel like the filmmaking is very similar and i think it's really cool and it feels with your name engraved here and it feels vintage but in like an elevated way
1: yeah yeah Right because innocent kind of could feel a little retro yeah innocent is super retro innocent is so cool oh my god it's god. so beautiful
0: I I'm obsessed with the filmmaking on innocent
1: yeah go watch that series Sunday and the interview with them like and those, then watch innocent because soul chills about to do another thing yeah. which I'm super excited about yeah the a lot of those and I wonder if it's just like the the like the way that they film these shows a lot of times feels very like simplistic. right? And so it's just, there's more clarity where there's not a ton of side characters. It like, also,
0: it doesn't, they it doesn't look like they use a lot of external light sources. It's a lot of natural mm, lighting. Yeah. It's a lot of like long shots, but then like the clipping together is very yeah. like, you can tell they're not mixing shots. Right. it's very sort of like one shot style yeah. in in a lot of senses i mean it's it's incredible to watch i and this is one thing that i'm so excited for in bl although again i don't really know that i don't really know that this is bl but in general is like the quality of the filmmaking and the cinematography of it all because when i came in when i came into bl it like you had say and that was it. If you wanted the yeah. like, the beauty, if you wanted to right. watch something that felt just like rich, like really richly developed, not yeah. like not like money rich, but like yeah, yeah. warm and rich right. and really well filmed and really well made, right? Like you had say and that was kind of it. Like you didn't really have a lot. Even the like all of the stuff out of Taiwan was made really well, but not made really richly. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now you've got it's I promise you the moon follows that same, you know, the Itse vibe. Yeah. This is wonderful. Right. Um, innocent, beautiful filmmaking. Right. And then like the only <laughs> is You're My Sky. Yeah, is yeah. I mean gorgeous with and there's color theory in that. And like if you love the color theory in a <laughs> there's color theory in You're My Sky even. And then we'll we, never
1: stop talking about your. Never. Wife, never. It just has everything you could and ever want. In Moonlight
0: Chicken. I'm really excited to oh, see yeah. what they do with Moonlight Chicken because I think that Piaf tried to do some of this like really nice, beautiful filmmaking, Bad Buddy, but he had to stick to that GMMTV formula Yeah, and because you see glimpses of it. You see glimpses. Because it was like, a rom-com. Cool, right. And you but you see glimpses of the like. Cool, gritty filmmake like really yeah. rich filmmaking stuff, and you're like ooh ooh. And so I really wonder because another one that got close to that, as close as you can get in Thailand outside of It's a and You're My Sky, was Thousand Stars. Yeah. And so I'm so curious to see what's gonna happen with Moonlight Chicken in terms of the filmmaking of it all.
1: Yeah. You have that a little in cutie pie right now too, where they do a mixture of what feels like a very traditional Thai drama, but it does have like, like that filter on the like, you know, scene where it's like a little softer and it's, it's a mixture of stuff. Cause, cause I feel like the darker, the darker shows, right? Like the, the cinematically darker shows do you know what i'm saying yeah it it lends itself more to that where like these like brighter kind of happier shows it's hard to to put that on there and so to have something that like mixes the two is interesting
0: summer days
1: yeah summer days is really
0: bright right even even throughout the like the sad heavy part true true and the filmmaking on Summer Days. Oh, oh my, my god! G- summer Days, the short film. Summer yeah. Days, the series, actually looks to me like it's going to be a little more traditional. I mean, really, it's still super, super well made. Totally. But it looks like it's going to be um, like a little more like traditional Western teen drama yeah, style yeah, yeah. filming, which is right. going to be fantastic. I, like, I'm super excited. Right. I can't wait for Summer Days, the series. But Summer Days, the short film, yep, yep. super bright, right, the whole time. Right. And they still have that kind of, that kind of filmmaking to it. Yeah. I just, I love, we love to see it. We, To borrow a phrase, we love to see it.
1: Yeah. I just, it's, it's so fun to just see in such a short amount of time, the, how everyone has kind of leveled up. They know that like, you know, we've talked about this before too, and it lends itself to the whole conversation about like, what is BL that like, you can't. You can't pander to audiences like you used to. Like it's not just about you the can't cute just boys. make two boys kiss Truly. and think it's gonna be a thing. Truly. And I loved I love being able to like look at the landscape now and see where it was, you know, when I got into it like a year and a half ago now, I guess, or almost no, like a year and a half ago, not quite two years, uh, to see kind of where we've come to. Uh it's Yeah, it's so fun to just like look back upon my BL journey and to see the like landscape, which is why it's fun to do these series Sundays, looking at older shows versus newer shows and kind of be able to say like, oh, this is this is where we started. This is what this is why these shows add value to this conversation. But also we now have a different standard and like we can appreciate these older shows, but also expect more from like the newer shows. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this was fantastic. Love yeah. it. We have merch. <laughs> you knew it was coming. I like that that's the transition now. We yeah, do have yeah. merch. Shop.letstalkbl.com. Yeah. I don't think there's less stuff out of stock now than there was. Nice. I'm not going to promise that everything's in stock, but yeah. there is less stuff out of stock than there was yeah. last time we talked.
1: Yes. Uh please comment on what series Sundays you want to hear and see. And also comment and tell us do you think your name engraved here and is a BL? Because
0: I think there are so many different right answers. For sure.
1: Uh are there any other announcements that we can like make? Stay tuned to Wednesday, because Wednesday will be a fun music episode. Yes. It'll be super fun. And then of course the
0: next Wednesday, stay tuned for Tool Pecan. Uh another Heavy fun.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Um,
0: the good news is, thank you to everybody who commented and and gave their opinions and voted on the polls. Um, nothing was cut um, <laughs> outside of like techno. You know, we always make technical cuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it comes in at an hour and 37 minutes. You will get so much of Tool talking about BL and advice and life. The and father of BL. being Tool. Uh, and it's an amazing conversation. Yeah. So I really yes. hope everybody loves it.
1: So don't forget to like, subscribe, and. Don't forget to like, subscribe,
0: follow, and keep up with all go. things Let's Talk BL at Let's Talk, Talk BL.
1: See you next time.